This is the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. Acta non verba. Just now? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like looking that. on there earlier for the shit and I didn't see anything. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Trying to get ahead of the game for once, and well, I was actually going to throw one on there. Why didn't I'm you? Like, oh, they got they got nothing, so let's go. Why didn't you throw one on there? Yeah, go ahead and throw one. Well, on let's there. go ahead and throw it on there. Yeah. Well, you already we, got enough on there. No, I we'll, know, but we can switch them off and move them around. Well, I already. That's what the it. whole now idea of this conversation. We got, we got a whole pile, long list of stuff. I went see, and grabbed some. I need to have it. I see. I only have it on my laptop i don't have them on my phone yet so i gotta go home and then do it well, why don't you and i didn't write it down phone? why don't you have it on your phone that's a good question i'm glad you, you asked. should have it on your <laughs> phone no actually you should unless you took it off there and gotten a new phone from when we played with it before well i haven't gotten there on my phone yet um slacker yeah. all that's right true. go ahead that's fair throw it that's it fair. throw it in there because then yeah, we, yeah. We, if we'll I remember so for, it, if I remember it. Oh, everyone so he's trying to forget. Yeah, now he's. I'm not trying back, to forget. This is just my life. Okay, he's gun. He's gun. Well, shy. Jimmy does ad reads. Stop looking at me, and I might remember. <laughs> Why Jimmy does ad reads? You remember, and we'll start with your question. This spectacular episode of the BR podcast is sponsored by Barbaric Soap. Get savagely clean with fine quality soaps found exclusively at barbaricsoap.com. If you're listening to this podcast through Apple Podcasts or Spotify and like what we're doing, please give us a five-star rating. Doing so will help expand the BR Nation, so feel free to rate, review, or tell a friend. Otherwise, you can find this episode of the BR podcast at barbarianrhetoric.com. You'll find past episodes as well as a number of articles to help you develop a barbaric mindset. That's barbarianrhetoric.com. In in addition, we invite you to support Cody Chapel and his deep chatter store at etsy.com. Cody Chapel has been featured on the podcast and has a number of fine mugs and apparel for sale. Check it out at deepchatter at etsy.com. We also invite you to support Padre at smithhomestead.com. Padre has appeared on the podcast and has written a number of articles for barbarianrhetoric.com. And he's got a uh, number of items for sale, candles and soap to apparel and essential oils at smith-homestead.com. Handmade, homemade, enjoy the natural at smithhomestead.com. And just one thing to add about uh, Padre's store. I know they're changing the lineup with some of the things. I saw him post some stuff on uh, social, various social medias about uh, changing the store lineup in terms of what they have to offer. So. Stay tuned. Check it out at smithhomestead.com. Stay up to date for all the changes and new merch. There we go. Thank you. Well done. Yeah, that one was pretty clean. I was. I'm impressed, especially <laughs> with the chuckles at the beginning. All right, CJ, what's what's your question? I just started in there. Okay, you did. I mean, we had the whole build up for it, so now we gotta gotta do it. Does that make sense? Would you? It's the would you rather? Kind would of. you? Would you rather only be able to eat, read, watch, etc. One thing for the rest of your life, 
or every time you watch, listen, or read something, it can't be the same thing. So it's either always something new or always the same thing. Yeah, I'd go with new. But here's the thing: like, think about it. Like, you might have something that you enjoy that one time, but when you're done, you'll never have it again. Yeah, but I'd be in the moment. I'm almost that way now. You know, it's like, Mm. yeah, I have read books over and I've watched movies a second, third, fourth time or read a book a fifth time or whatever. But in reality, it's like I would like to, you know, even learning something. Okay, if I learned it, you know, granted, if I had to learn how to, oh, what's that one not? I had to keep looking at the instructions. You know, if I, if I only can read the instructions once and I can't learn it, that would suck. It's kind of like one of those things that I see, like, let's say you're watching something. If you click off that, it's gone forever. Uh-huh. You can never access that again. But like, you, you mean like trying to TV. learn? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that. And like, if you're watching a YouTube video to learn something, you have to do it in that take. take. You know, like, I wouldn't say take, like, you in that setting, it. you have to retain it because if you don't, you're never going to be able to get that. Yep. Mm. Well, even then, though, okay, say, say I click off that video, but then I can just pull up another video from somebody else on that subject or not or whatever. I like how you're trying to get around this. <laughs> but, 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 you know, it'd be new. It'd oh, yeah. be someone else describing how to do it, even though it's a similar thing. It's like, well, how does this person tie? Oh, bowling knot. That's what I was trying to think of. But, um, yeah, bowling. Bowling or bowling? Bowling. I mm. think it's bowling. I'd have to look it up. It's a fun knot. It's one sailors use. Okay, I was going to say, like, why the fuck are you looking up knots? But okay. (laughs) That makes sense. It's one of the main ones on a boat used for all kinds of stuff. See, do you do that? Like, whenever you go to restaurants, like, if you go to a new one, you like something, are you going to go back and get that same thing? Or do you try something? No, on a restaurant, yeah. Yeah, I'll get my particulars there. Like I, I go to one burger joint and all I'm going to do is get burger and fries there. Maybe but, yeah, but it's it always the same fry. I mean, same burger. Well, it's not the same. I mean, I mean, it's a double patty with pepper jack and grilled onions on it. Hmm. But is it really the same burger each time? No, because I ate the other one, digested it, and shat it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see how this guy makes it. Yeah. But I'm still going to the new, but yeah, but you're going with eat, yeah, eat, read, yeah, I would try new stuff. I mean, you'd run out of new stuff food wise. Well, it depends how many times you go to one place. That's kind of more of the way I was thinking of it. Like, yeah, but if you, you went to McDonald's to, and you got a yeah. Big Mac, you can never get a Big Mac again. Yeah. The next time you get a, uh, I don't even know what they have, a quarter pounder or whatever, you just, yeah, you're going to run out of food if you limit yourself on food. What was the secret menu thing? The Oh, yeah. You can have to start hitting those things real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm leaning like part of me, though, like, you know, you said that and I was thinking, geez, I really, you know, 
like listening, like I've almost thought about this in a different, in a slightly different way. If you were stranded on an Island, you know, and had only one thing to listen, read, blah, 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 blah. You know, what would you, you know, I was thinking there's an album I could listen to over and, you know, one album that you're listening to for the rest of your life kind of thing. Um, you know, so there's stuff like that, but then as much as I'd like to read the, re, I could read this book or I could listen to this album or whatever. I, I'd probably go with something new, go with the new stuff. Cause I think there's other, you know, as you guys were talking, there's other benefits that could come from that. I mean, if it goes away, sure, you can find a new thing to learn, to read or whatever, but there's, I don't know, there's something that would, uh, at least in thinking about it, that I'd want to try and retain stuff, you know, find a way to retain stuff better, learn better, or memorization, whether it's memorization or whatever th those things are. And so I think there's an aspect of that, that sort of a halo effect of the decision you make, if it's always different then you're going to, I don't know, maybe you'll adapt and there's brain keeps your brain engaged in different ways. Cause you're trying new things versus doing the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. I was going to say that was the thing that came to me is like those people that they go to the same place every single Tuesday, get the same thing every time. And it's, it's so repetitive. It's like, there's nothing new within their life. I've never understood how somebody could do that. Even though if it's something that you like, maybe there's something out there that's better. And that's what I like thinking about this. It's like some people just don't know how to adventure outside of their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I was talking with someone else about something along this line the other day, you know, there's, there's people that they go work in factories and they go do the, uh, they build a widget. Whatever that widget is, that's all they do for eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, they build that widget. Or they weld two pieces of metal together, the same two pieces of metal or whatever. High energy people can't understand those people. But we need those people because those are the guys that make the widgets and the cars and all the other stuff without them we're at a loss and those are the same people that will eat at the same restaurant day in and day out you know they may have a hobby like i know a one factory worker you know he builds widgets and goes home and he has like five or six harleys mm -hmm. that's his hobby he tinkers on harleys so so you're saying he's more content than anything yeah he's happy He's happy building widgets for eight hours, punching that clock in and out and everything. Now, you take someone that likes change on a daily, regular basis or likes variety, they'll never do good building widgets. I'm one of those people. I need variety and a little bit of chaos every day to keep my mind engaged. There's days that I hate it. And there's days Nate, I you are it. chaos. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like I couldn't go to yeah, a factory yeah. and build widgets, but I'm still you know, but if I it's find about living in a I controlled like, it's something about living in a controlled environment that just brings mundaneness. Yeah, but some people are content in that. Well, they, content doesn't mean happy. Let's let's not construe no, this. No. I, but I agree, but I'm, I'm still saying there's, there's a lot of people that are truly, you know, the, the one guy I can think of talking with the Harleys, that's his thing. 
He makes good money working at his factory. He comes home. He has a decent place and he has his Harleys. He's happy. Hmm. You know, he has a job that pays for this and he doesn't necessarily love his job, but he doesn't hate his job. It's putting widgets together. Speaking it's of just a tool or a, a vehicle, to, <laughs> pun to, in, pun, yeah. not, no pun intended, but a vehicle to let him do the these other things that maybe balance out the. He like you said, he doesn't hate his job, but he he doesn't love his job, but he doesn't hate it either. But then he's got a life outside of work that brings him happiness or whatever. Yeah. You think there's something out there that might make him more happy? Possibly. I think that's a yes. Another but I think Harley it's an age thing. <laughs> yeah, another Harley. But but I think it's an age thing too. You know, hmm. like when I was younger, I was all over the place doing stuff. The older hmm. I get, I needed some time where it was like, no, I don't want my life to be chaotic. Hmm. I think you go through phases too, and then then there's just. You know, there's people that, hey, I got a job. You know, you know, it's like some of the, I've met some of the guys that like clean rest areas. They get up, they go clean the rest area. You know, they take their time. It's basically no stress, nothing. They get a paycheck. They just don't care. Could it be that they're happier? Yeah. But, but I mean, that's like, okay. Should we put a Walmart in every country so everybody can have all the same stuff that we do? Some cultures abhor it. You know, they think we're in excess and everything else. So but didn't didn't we didn't we say at a Walmart like a couple podcasts ago? Have no, a Walmart. <laughs> we'll take over the world. Do we'll just destroy the country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I I think there are you know think of the Amish. What do the, what do they do? They don't really travel. They don't go anywhere. They live on their farm. They talk to their local community. Yeah, you know, it's like, hell, if some of them have probably never even left their county, are they not happy because they can't fly across the world? No. Well, they I'd also say, don't see what other people are doing constantly. They don't have the enviness of the But internet, even then, yeah. anything else. How can you miss something you don't know about? Well, exactly. That's kind of the thing that I'm saying is something about our society you always see what other people have so you want to try that right it's kind of like the shiny object thing no matter what you have you always see something but i would go with the people that are chasing after all that stuff or the least Mm -hmm. happiest i would say the amish guy sitting on his farm you know wife four kids whatever food on the table roof over their head most of them are probably happier than the people that are chasing everything, you know, broke up to the yin yang don't have, you know, because they want all the shiny new stuff. They spend all mm. that money to get it. And they're, they're so far in debt. They, they're debt managers, you know, they're Help. more focused on what they have and then what they don't have. Right. Right. Mm. And I mean, that can be at all levels, but oh, yeah, I, I, it's more extreme, but it's when, to show people that what you have is always enough. Yeah, what well, somebody else have isn't probably as good as you think it is. Exactly. But I would oh, definitely shit, not man. do the same thing every single day if that's if I'm answering the question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I, I like to go to restaurants and try something new, even though I know what I like, because I can always know if I don't like something, I can always come back to it. But I mean, 
If that's well, not the option, I don't think I could do that. Well, again. try a new place. A lot of times, you know, I'll, but what do I usually order? Burger and fries. Why? Because I like <laughs> burger and fries. You know, I know. Hey, you want to go to this new sushi place? Yeah, they got burger and fries, chicken chicken strips and fries, chicken strips, a little bento box with chicken strips and fries. Yeah, well, bento boxes are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think there's well, you know, just in life, right? There's (laughs) just living to be sure, but certainly taking action in, in. any action anywhere that involves some sort of risk and you can't right so just trying trying a new place even if it's a new burger joint yeah that burger joint may suck you get there and you're like oh oh my god this is horrible um or you know or you go there and it's great like there's and it sounds you know i know going to a new restaurant doesn't sound that risky but you know for some people that's a huge Right. Like, like you were saying, CJ, like how many people truly get out of their comfort zone in any way, shape or in me, you know, in any deeper, meaningful ways. So that, so now something so small is, uh, you know, trying a new menu item at the same restaurant is like, oh my God, (laughs) such a scary proposition. But if, if you like going to that restaurant, odds are, and you've had one good thing on there, there's, chances are pretty good that you're going to find something else that you like. You know, but it's like, I've eaten a variety of food, but there's like, I know what I like. Yeah. No, no, no. You you know, but it's like, you got years and years of experience. What's that? (laughs) I say you got years and years of experience. I still got, but it's like, you know, I don't know how many places I've gone to gotten a steak and it sucked, but I've gotten a burger and it's good. You know, yeah, not yeah. Every, it's hard to screw up a hamburger. You can. I was going to say, we went to a place out of terrible tenderloin. I didn't think that existed. And it was exactly. an upscale place. But see, <laughs> but people don't all know how to cook steak. They don't know how to cook yeah. tenderloin. They don't know how to cook a good pork chop or whatever. And it's like, uh, if you can't do that you can't do anything yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but- well and a tenderloin especially like it's such a like it's it's tender and all but it's so dry there's no there's not a lot of fat it's not like a ribeye or a burger that's like 80 20 like it it's just a different fat content kind of thing but it's amazing or, yeah people can like burn soup so I don't like chicken most of the time, but Jimmy made that one chicken stuff up and it was like, I kept going, Oh, I was full. And I kept trying to eat another piece. Cause it was good. You know, if you got the right cook and you find that right person, yeah, yeah. then you're like, Oh yeah. You well, know? and a lot of it too is flavors and, you know, spice or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And some guys, yeah, it's like, but I mean, if you were going to be like, what meal would you eat the rest of your life? It'd be like eggs, potatoes, and sausage and mm-hmm. bacon or something along that line. So it would be like, I want breakfast. I probably eat breakfast more mm-hmm. times. No, I want biscuits and gravy. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It got me thinking about breakfast. And I'm like, uh, oh, I we eat breakfast for dinner. That, we found a place yeah. that has an amazing breakfast menu. We're going to go back. They actually had a biscuits and gravy pizza. 
I did not try, but I kept looking at it like, oh, <laughs> try you <laughs> later, baby. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> I was going to say that's kind of like the places like you see it. You look at those menus. You're like, well, I don't know what the fucking pick. <laughs> There's too many. Goddamn <laughs> yeah. There's an end is the, the alpha the indecision is, is not indecisive. Yeah. So he's uh, except- that menu. He will be. <laughs> Except no, at a see, good diner. But that's not because I'll hit a menu like that and I'll just set the whole thing down, look at him and be like, Do you have a burger? Yeah. Is it like a half pound or bigger? Yeah. Can I get pepper jack and onion and ketchup on it? Yeah. Okay. What's my sides? Fries. On- oh, boom. I don't even have to look at the stupid menu because it's like <laughs> I, I I agree with you. I hate menus that have like a thousand things on them. I'd rather have a menu that has like six. These are your choices. There was a, first of all, this is a pizza joint. Second of all, it wasn't the problem of too many things. It was too many good things. Yeah. Uh, Okay. It's, it's not, uh, it's not like a a place. There's some breakfast places that they got like eight pages and you're looking through. Yeah. yeah, Fuck am I even looking at? It's like a cheesecake factory of breakfast. That is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've yeah. only been there like twice in my life, and every time I'm looking at them, but the like, menu is a phone book. The know. entire menu is a phone book. You Why know, we're gonna play the way like to that. get around that though is be like, ask the gal or guy, whoever's waiting on you, what's the best thing you got here? Well, or or say, you know, I like stuff with peanut butter in it. You know, that narrows it down to a certain variety of that I will mm-hmm. probably like. And then can you make me a recommendation off that? Yeah. Uh, yeah when i go into place i don't look at the menus if that if it gives me too many choices i'm asking somebody and every once in a while i'll go in and they'll be like i want to try something new not too yeah. off the wall but whatever and it's like well and then they'll ask questions and that starts the conversation which yeah. we talk on here it's like you know learn how to communicate with people and if they don't know how to communicate and they're like, guess what? I'll probably walk out on you. You know, you're not going to help me. It's like, screw you. But that's, a, that's a, that's a good point. It's like, Hey, last, you know, last time I was here, I had this and it was fantastic. So, but I'd like to try something new, but based off of that, would, what would you recommend or what, like, or maybe suggest, like you said, I know I've, I've, I've been to, there's a, uh, bar that I really like, and it's more of a cocktail place. It's all high top shelf stuff, kind of thing. So it's not something you go to all the time, Try kind of thing. Because <laughs> you're gonna drop money. But there are times where I've gone in, and and it's like, hey, the last time I was here, I had this and this. Those were both fantastic. I, I could easily have those again. But knowing that, what would you recommend I try next, kind of thing? And like you said, some of that's just social being social right we talk about this in fact i know you and i separate to any of this have had that this conversation it's like just get out and meet people like if you if you suck if you're a terrible conversationalist maybe just go out and say hi to people out and about talk to them and anyway it's a way of right like you said trying to connect with somebody and try something new get get something out there But I think new experiences are always good. Yeah. You know, even though if you ask me what I'm going to have, but if I go to a, 
Yeah. Every once in a while, though, I'll get a wild hair and be like, I want to find a place that has this. Yeah. When it, especially yeah. when it comes to food. But it's like, I like stopping off at museums or going for a walk in new parks. Or it's like, yeah, just experience things. So it's a fun philosophical question to work through. Yes. Oh, this, you're a dick. What? Are there more tables or chairs in the world? Really, CJ? So, so or that was, put that on there? That oh, was I, me. That was so, you? Oh, so before, that was my so question. You're a dick, Jimmy. I take it back before from the you, podcast. I, I will admit uh, this was due you know, to I'll some... take that even though. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, before the podcast, I was talking with my youngest. Because remember, my oldest officially... It was the question was more wheels or doors in the world. That was hers. And so I tried, <clears throat> excuse me. I tried with a little prompting. I tried to see what my youngest could come up with. And she asked, there's a couple things, you know, a bunch of things she sort of went through and then she landed on that. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, that sounds I, like, I didn't tell her I was going to bring it up, but I thought, yeah. Well, on so. that one, I'll answer chairs. With every almost every table, there's at least a chair. Even not even in tables and stuff are really next to a couch or something. So if you're talking chairs, well, dining room dining tables, boardroom tables, go out anywhere you there's anywhere from two to four chairs per table, if not more. Uh, Then you think about auditoriums as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, chairs. And like, um, so I think you're saying chairs always chairs win, right? Chairs, yeah, stadiums. Look at a stadium. You know, stadium right there just skews the numbers. Because so I think Nate originally said tables, but he meant chairs. Now you're going with tables. Final answer. Okay. No, say, no, I think he really. I thought I said chairs. He did. Did I? The way. He did. You... Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I thought I said chairs. Are we gonna cut that part out? No, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> there, yeah, we can there clean. Is no cut out. We can clean that up in post. That's not a problem. Don't worry about it. We got you. <clears throat> but yeah, so chairs by a mile. Yeah, chairs by a mile. Yeah, I was just trying to think of how tables even would benches. Even win. Yeah. Where do you see a table without chairs? Oh, if you count places. like the Orient and stuff, if you're going with cushions in a table and you don't count cushions as chairs, which I wouldn't, that would be, yeah, you would start, but stadiums alone will rack up more chairs. Uh, yeah. See, I, I, and I was thinking too, like you think of uh, entry, what, like in entryways, there could be a little small table or hotels right yeah in I agree. places there's just yeah. a, more decorative tables I, I mean that's a reach i think chairs win still win by a mile but yeah i but those are places i've seen where it's uh, just ta- tables. table stand standalone tables for whatever yeah, yeah. reason yeah and there's just like a flower pot on there, or maybe it's a place where you put your keys or, you know, shit like right. that by the entryway or something. I, I have a table in my, well, I don't have any chairs in my bedroom and I got two, two bedside tables in there. So there's three in there. 
but I still have more chairs in the house. <laughs> yeah. 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 That sounds about right. So, oh, yeah. Right. I got way more tables. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going with fun ones here. When you wake up tomorrow as the opposite sex, what's the first thing you do? Go, what the fuck happened? <laughs> After that, though. <laughs> <laughs> After the initial shock of waking up as the opposite sex, you're not going to notice until you take a piss. (laughs) (laughs) It hits the floor. You're like, why? There's nothing to grab. (laughs) Shit. Where the heck did you come? Like, what led you to this question? Because <laughs> I know what you mean. It was answer the internet. Oh, with, oh, uh, Bert Kreshner. oh with that. Yep, oh, that was one of the questions. Yes. That was on another one, and he said so. Was that I a think, video? Yeah, yeah, I watched that. Video. That was fucking hilarious. And I would have the same answer as him. I would wreck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, my first thought is, is if I did that, it'd be like, I'm going to go in the mirror and check myself out. Got all kinds of new things to play with, and it's right there in yeah. handy. I've seen at every point that feels better, worse. Yeah, yeah. You're... It's not a guessing game anymore. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, that's that's the thought that I had is like thinking of, okay, so this is what all this feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a random chick, or is it just my body with it's <laughs> with, with a vagina with woman parts? Yeah, no, no, uh, we're, we're gonna say you're like, yeah. Hey, it, it's our fantasy question, so we'll like say me, you wake like up me and my fi- me, yeah, me and my one. fiance switch. Sure, sure. <laughs> if if that's if that's how you need to phrase it to phrase be it. safe and secure well then is it gay <laughs> if i suck my own dick <laughs> not if you're using her body hey there you go you it's can... always that question like if you could suck your own dick would you is that gay Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That again. These are legitimate off. questions. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and that one's gonna get us kicked off uh, of our things. Someone's gonna hear that. Well, but it's true. It's like, is it all right? Uh, if you're doing it, I mean, I suppose. I, I, uh, no, it, wouldn't it just be incest? Wait, what? Incest? If you do so it, it's jerking yourself? off incest. Yeah, but I don't really consider that like I would say a blowjob is more internet uh intimate than uh jacking off. So if you're sucking yourself off, is that incest? I don't because it involves penetration, so I don't know. You're penetrating your hand. I mean, I don't know. How you can penetrate your hand? No. (laughs) 
yeah. he's just laughing. I'm laughing at Jimmy laughing at us. <laughs> oh hell, yeah. It's like His questions need to be answered. <laughs> <laughs> who's on first? And we're not leaving this damn podcast until we have an answer. <laughs> oh, this is the kind of hard hitting <laughs> questions, advice. These are the deep thoughts that can oh. only be found <laughs> on the BR podcast. First of all, I wish Tex was on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, Tex, if you're listening, we'll, we'll you have do? you on just to respond. <laughs> what you can say, whatever you want. We it's like it will be an entire podcast of him answering like, all of our questions from the last several podcasts that he wants, like sort he of best ones. But it's like a it's a combination of that. It, like it's what he would say, but you know, some of it is like him reacting to our oh, so yeah. in the course it so in the course of his reaction, he'll say, No, here's what the right answer is, you dumbasses. <laughs> and oh, he's like, Why the fuck do you even answer these questions? <laughs> these. Oh. Who the hell came up with this shit? But yeah, yeah I think going setting those deep penetrating questions aside trading <laughs> i think i think you know it's safe to say all three of us are calling off work feeling yeah, yeah. <laughs> and f- feeling things out experiencing life as it were in the new rig would hey, you get on I- tinder would you take some pictures and get on tinder just to see what happens Maybe <laughs> might be fun to fuck with some people. <laughs> In the worst possible way, especially if you can control the whole switcheroo thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird catfish. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> be the best jackass prank ever. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay here i don't i think i was reading a book on this one or something and there was a bunch of cheesy they were talking about cheesy pickup lines so what's the best or worst or yeah best worst pickup lines you've heard or read of like have you been sitting at a bar just listening to someone trying to pick up some gal drunk whatever and they just Can you even remember? See, I, now when I had the question, I was like, I had a couple in my head, and now I can't think of them. Now I'm asking the question. Nothing. Yeah. Uh-uh. See, now I can't really think of anything cheesy, but I know what the best pickup line is at most places. And, and it's so simple. You go, Hi, my name is Nathan. What's yours? <laughs> it's it's amazing how, how how easy that is just as an opener as a one liner to pick someone up. It's like just introduce yourself, and most guys can't even do that. Well, yeah, that's. I was gonna say, has anybody ever used a one liner and actually like 
that's it. That set the hook and done. That was that was it. That's what I'm more curious about. Like you asked for like these outlandish one liners, but I want to hear a one liner that actually that was it. That was game over. Yeah. Cause whenever I think about that, I've heard one liners probably and just laugh because they were so stupid. <laughs> but okay. I can't think of anything. You know, I, I think how do you like guys- your what? Go ahead. I was going to say there's one, uh, something about eggs. Like, I how do you fertilize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. It's like, how do you like your eggs in the morning? Scrambled, poached, or fertilized. Yeah. Nice shoes, wanna fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Did that actually work? 100 times. <laughs> Was seventy percent of the time it works. Time time. Yeah. You know, I think it's one of those in the right setting at the right time. And if you already know that a girl's kind of interested in you, you can use a cheesy one-liner just maybe to break the ice or get things going. Yeah. And that's, but you have to be good at humor. If you're not good at humor to begin with, a lot of those cheesy because if you're serious and you say a cheesy one-liner, yeah, <laughs> everyone's just gonna laugh. But if you're cracking jokes or whatever and you're using a funny one-liner, now you're just adding to your repertoire of humor. So I think there are guys that probably could get away with it, but they're funny guys to begin with. And are they gonna be taken seriously or is it like a you know, is he joking? Maybe he's not. No, I think there's some guys that can play the humor card mm-hmm. and be taken seriously in the same. Because that's a fi- that's a very fine line you're going to be. Oh, extremely. And I would say there's a very small percentage of guys that. Can, and it's also like if you're at a formal, that's probably not going to work. You know, yeah. but if you're at some kind of after party and everyone's kind of goofing and stuff, it might work. You know, there's got to be some build up, and yeah, you're not just gonna be like walk up to someone in the bar and crack it. No. Yeah, I don't think that's well. Like Nate was saying, so many dudes have a hard enough time. Shit, they have a hard enough time just walking up to a woman let alone saying anything yeah <laughs> once they get there uh, uh, yeah. yeah i'm gonna head out giggity walk away yeah. yeah and yes swiping right doesn't count as walking up to a gal <laughs> yeah. yeah there's uh, you know i know there's one something about you know, is it stars stars in the sky? Like there's something in drum corps. There's this dude who who it was per he was purposefully trying to be like over the top cheesy, whatever. And he did say something about like, is your what is it? Is your dad a thief? Because he's something about stealing all the stars from the sky and putting them in your eyes or something ridiculous like that. And of course, you know, everyone's like, dude. And the, the guy who's saying it was kind of like he wasn't completely like super op- awkward, nerdy kind of thing, but he's just a little, just a little off. And so, 
you know, but it was over the top and the situation. I mean, it's like, we were just all talking amongst ourselves in his section kind of thing. And he threw that out there, but we're just like, and then there's another guy who's like, just go fuck me, bitch. I'm hard. (laughs) It's like, yeah, there's a, a contrast in style. Well, yeah, I'm a fucking winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that one from a? Uh, oh, fuck American Pie. <laughs> fuck me, beautiful. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, if she doesn't want it, you'll know right away. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm right. no weatherman, but you can expect more than a few inches tonight. <laughs> See, now we got the ball rolling. We're going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like real, like actually works. So is this a joke? And that's, that's, I think that's what, what it comes. I think most one liners just end up being jokes. <laughs> the best opener is just to say, hi, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, it's like if you already have some social whatever, but if you're going in cold, just introduce yourself. Yeah. Or, do, or, you know, don't be like, because it's such an authentic, honest kind of thing. It's like, hey, like you don't need to make up something cheesy either. Right. And right. it's like, you'd say, let me, you know, just let me buy you a drink or, hey, I'd like to get to know, you know, whatever. Like yep. you kind of know at that point and either or, the fact that you walked up to her, like everyone kind of knows there's a thing. So, yeah, why try being around the bush with cheesiness? Yeah. Especially if there was like social cues before. Right. Yeah. Like if she's like constantly looking at you, giving you smiles as, as you're in it, like she did not give you anything. Uh, 9.5 out of 10. Good, yeah. You're getting fucked. <laughs> Yeah, good luck with the Not cold the good way. Thing, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can't be afraid to try. But it kind of goes back to what we were talking at the top of this, right? It's like, you know, don't be afraid to try something new. And and that may actually mean going up to a girl and saying something. And maybe, right, you do crack a joke because that's that's a way that's who you are. And if you do it right, that comes off as authentic. Maybe um, you know, whatever. Anyway, it's Maybe that's a topic or question. In in some ways, some of that's a topic or question for another podcast. Another podcast. All to itself. Yeah. All right. Let's see. These questions almost tie together. All right. Go to this. If a kid only reads books that everyone else is reading, can he only be expected to think in the same way everyone else is thinking? If I read this fit? in a book I was reading recently, and that really got me thinking. Yeah, well, at first you blush, say kid, it's mostly hive mind, right? Because most of the movies I watched when I was younger, it was more hive mind. So it was things everybody else watched that I heard about. So I watched them. So yeah, we were all kind of in the same mind, but it doesn't mean that we all enjoyed the certain parts. Yeah, but you all think in the same way and you don't really think outside the box is what I'm getting at. If all you do is read the same books and the same numbers and the same thing, 
what causes you to start thinking outside the box? And it doesn't have to be just a kid. Look at adults. You know, it's good to read some of the same material probably, but how, what gets you to think outside the box? It's kind of back to what we were talking at the beginning of this. You know, there's creative people out there that like to go do things. And then there's the Mm. guys that want to just put widgets together, Mm. but at the same token, do you want to be part of the hive mind or do you want to think outside the box and actually grow? And you know, a hive mind person will work his way up a chain possibly, but it's usually the ambitious person that actually thinks outside the box. (coughs) Excuse me, goes places. Yeah. But you got to remember that humans like to be interactive with the people they're with. So they'll kind of, even though they might be a little bit different, independent however you want to say it they kind of want to relate to the people that they are with daily they don't want to have you know you got to interact with them you got to talk to them you want to have something that's in like common ground so is that reading that one book going to give them common ground to do other things i don't see anything wrong with that no Yeah, I was, I was thinking it depends, right? There's, I mean, because there is, if if you think about it, you know, there is, right? There's, I guess what I was thinking, one thing that I thought that came to mind is there is that sort of notion of peer pressure, right? And it sounds stupid relative to just reading the same books and watching the same movies and TV shows, listening to the same music. But if you think about it, right, uh if you're in some sort of in-group and I start, you know, displaying to your point, Nate, you know, displaying some thoughts or behaviors or expressing some things that are kind of outside of that sort of in-group, then you guys are going to, you know, someone is going to pull me back down in that bucket kind of thing Um, because I'm getting out of line just because criticism or those sorts of things come from a place where you're doing something that, um, makes me feel uncomfortable about myself, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking for yourself or you're doing something that, I, you know, maybe deep down I wish I could have done or maybe I regret that I never tried or what, whatever, you know, I may criticize you guys because I didn't do the thing I, I should have done kind of thing. So I'm thinking about all those sorts of things in this context where, yeah, you're going to end up sort of being lemmings to each other and just kind of walk your, everybody's going to start walking in a circle kind of thing. And you could end up the same. And, but part of that too, I'm thinking, well, geez, you know, we are individuals. The three of us are fairly similar in terms of what we think and the general direction that we tend to go with things. But at the same time, we do think different We're we are individuals based on our own life experience and, all those sorts of things. So you'd think that would, is that enough to push us outside of, to push us or at least allow us to be our own person, even though we like the same foods, we like the same liquor, we, we smoke cigars, we, you know, read some of the same books, do some of the same things. Um, I don't, I don't know, but I do think you can certainly fall into that trap where it's just, everybody's the same because we're all doing the same. Um, so I mean, even though you're reading the same thing, it doesn't mean that you're getting the same, you know, 
well ideas here, from it like let, let's, let's say put it's it on something a larger like, society thing though mm-hmm. let's look at north korea those that can read probably all read the same thing they all listen to the same stuff they all you know they brain rust a whole nation of people mm-hmm. and what little information we have be it true or not, whatever, it's like anyone that goes against that grain, out they go. You know, they're not allowed to think outside the box. So uh, you're also taking free will out of it. Yeah. The way I see it is even like two people can read the same book every month and find different things about it they like and they dislike. Yeah, that's true. If you're looking at it that way, yeah. Well, I mean, I like okay, that. I could I could read the same book as you every time, and I can get something different out of it every time. It will still well, grow I don't differently. Think we read the same words half well, the time, so that probably helps. <laughs> exactly. <That's fair. laughs> it's the same book. I'm bringing you over to my fucking side now on this. <laughs> See, it's just like anything. Everybody, well. At least in a free country where you're not okay. Yeah. Let's just say that America is not free, and we're all pushed to, you know, feel the exact same way about everything. Which I mean, they're trying to do that, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean that deep down inside we don't have a different opinion about it. It doesn't mean that you read one book, I read that same book. I might think it's shit. You might love it. I was going to say a, a hive mind. We all might read the same thing, but it doesn't mean that we got the same thing out of it. Mm. You might think it's the greatest thing you ever fucking read. I might think it's a piece of trash and <laughs> threw it away after the second chapter. And to see that's some other things that I was thinking of too, right? Just the impact. Cause is this, are these kids reading this? these things or watching these things and it is kind of like a self-contained sort of thing where there's no other external anything it's just this pure group of people then there's a much greater chance of similarity like even though there may be minute differences i think there is a there'd be more of a it'd be easier for sort of lock-in of the 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 common thinking the common hive mind sort of mentality even if even accounting for a little bit of difference, right? There may be some things that we get out of it. Generally speaking, you'd, that group would probably hew completely, you know, like 80-20 rule, like 80% of everybody would, thoughts, ideas would all be the same. And there, there may be some slight differences. But then if you throw in the impact of, right, like I'm thinking of our, at least Nate and I, I'm thinking of our kids, right? or and cj if you had kids like if if we all had kids thinking about that well we're impacted you know we're involved in our kids lives we're impacting their lives so they could be all watching the same thing reading the same thing but you know we are acting as an influence a parental influence that may change that thinking as well so i think that will minimize either minimize the hive mind kind of thinking or encourage thinking on their own you know kind of thing like take the information in but make up your own mind kind of thing especially 
for all the talk we do about a barbaric mindset all that sort of shit our kids our kids better not be the ones that are just doing the same shit as everybody else <laughs> and thinking all the same ways but but you know i think of those sort of outside influences on those kids then that you know there's a much different you know there could be a lot of different options or you know things that shake out as a result of that but just in a self-contained you know biodome of kids just reading watching doing all the same shit then of course they're kind of you could totally see where peer pressure would level things out so everybody thinks the same even if in their own head they're thinking separate things they'll never make any of that public because of peer pressure being on the outs of that in group i was gonna say do you see that a lot with your girls jimmy like they'll watch one movie and they'll both have a different opinion but they'll say the same thing I can't say as I have, um, but at the same time, you know, they'll say something and they don't, my oldest may not say something just because my youngest will say whatever the fuck comes to her brain (laughs) is usually how it works. (laughs) Well, you, you can kind of tell that, you know, maybe the older one didn't like it, but the younger one did, but the older one won't say anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though it's not said out loud, it's still it's still processed differently. Yeah, no, understood. But what you know, that's uh, and that's a problem. But if if that never gets expressed, right? That to me, that's kind of a bigger problem. Like, or that's that's the bigger problem. It's one Mm -hmm. thing to to have a different thought and never do any, you know, and express it you're going to meet resistance, but that's the nature of life. But, you know, and maybe some of this is just my own, from my own personal experience and the work that I've done on myself, it, it, you know, having that thought, but never saying it, it's like, you're not present in your own life. You don't have boundaries. You don't, there's all kinds of things that flow from that as a result. So you almost stop yeah. seeing value your own opinion. Yep, exactly. At least I know that happened to me. So it's like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I matter, damn it. Gosh darn it. People like me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I matter. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that, yeah, that kind of help. That happens a lot whenever you're in um, like a tight knit click or something like that. I, I keep thinking more back to like high school. Oh, yeah. Whatever, everything's like that you thought mattered. If yeah. you had a different opinion, you sometimes you wouldn't say it, but it was like it was always there. Yeah, see, I was the kid that that said all the things. We, we know you were the <laughs> fucking weirdo. I was. <laughs> In between, if I wasn't being shy, I was asking those questions. They were never, you know, I never. I was never part of any clique. I had friends and like all kinds of different, but I never had that group. I never had that group. I never, it's like. Hold up. How big was the high school you went to? um, Let's see. Graduating class was like 435, I think. You You don't count. There was like 1,200 and some kids in the school. Yeah, yours doesn't count. 
Why does it, it wasn't count? hard? To, it wasn't hard to be an outcast. I had 30 people I graduated with. Oh, awesome. Yeah. But we still had like, but our, we had all the clicks, you know, you had, you had your sports guys and you had, yeah. But yeah, there was, yeah. I didn't even yeah. know everybody in my class. Yeah. I, I know everybody in my high school. There was 300 people <laughs> in my high school for fun's so, sake. So you're saying my graduating class was bigger God, than your, was high your entire school. high school. Yeah. 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 There was 2,000 people in my fucking town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had that in high school. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Well, put it Mine way. was like, you, you. if you were different, you were shunned. Right. Mm, yeah. That was yeah, a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a but bigger school, like from what I've heard, adult. from what I've heard, even though if you're a little bit different in a bigger school, you're not alone because there's other people that are just like you because it's like a bigger pool, a lot more fish. Yeah. When you're in a small yeah. pond, if you're shunned, it's like you're alone. I mean, yeah, to be no. older, to be shunned, I mean, it's probably not that bad, but is it growing up? Oh, in those formative years? Yeah. yeah. That'll fuck yeah. you up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the why, yeah. That peer relationship is is dangerous, um, and it's important for parents to be have that connection with their kids even during that time, and and not connection in some woo woo like it can be simple, just making contact. With, well, you know, it's not like you have to do all this stuff. It's just like making con eye contact with your kid and actually having even if it's a five minute interaction, but it's it's real it's not oh how's your day oh it was great okay great like both of you guys are just talking at each other not to each other kind of thing and uh they can get that with their peers whereas they know you know anyway there's there's a whole book it's it's a great book on it called uh hold on to your kids fantastic book that talks about the importance of that and the results or the 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 negative effects of that peer-to-peer relationship and it's a lot like you talked about in high school like you can't be different you can't be who you are let's say that and you know then that leads to nice guy you know we talk about a lot of the stuff that we talk about here that leads to dudes becoming nice guys and all this sort of shit and you know it's like no just say no just say no anyway are we the dare now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dare, the podcast world. Just say no. Just say no. What did dare stand for? Don't dog. Can't remember. Fuck if I remember. I forget which comedian said though that the the dare and just say no little um pins probably sold more drugs for drug dealers than anything else combined just well the humor of it you know it's like don't do drugs (laughs) you know it's like unless they're the good ones (laughs) are you looking that up jimmy or am i moving on yeah i was looking it up to see but it's like when was that ad? Was that nineties or was that eighties? They was came there. to my high school. They came to my uh, elementary school. I remember eighties, nineties. I think. I mean, it may have started late eighties, early nineties. Nineties. Are they still around? No, I don't. Uh, I don't know. That's that's why I was looking. It's like their program. Let's see. 
Well, it's still .org. They still have a thing. Drug abuse resistance education. There you go. Drugs abuse. Founded in 1983. Ah, so yeah, it's been around a while. So recreational is fine. But it's like all the people that were in those groups at my school were all the people who drank and did drugs and all that sort of stuff. It's like yeah. it's a beautiful front. It's like they're using it for, yeah, they're using it for cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in this group, they won't question me. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. One of the biggest drug dealers in high school had the dare pin. Don't, he, he wore one of them every day. It's like, and everybody knew, you know, it was like the running joke. Well, who do you go buy a little bit of something from? Oh, you know, the guy that has like the three pins that say, don't do drugs. Yeah. Him. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like a calling card. Something yeah. about yeah. how smart high school kids is, is scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like how clever they are. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the trick. You know, I think they're only clever to other students and teachers because your average teacher hasn't lived life. Mm-hmm. Because I don't disagree, my son does some clever things, but it's not like he's pulling the wool over my eyes, clever. I just look at him and I'm like. Yeah, but his teachers are oblivious yeah, but too. His. They're creative. Well, think about it. Like they actually got to get creative and clever about most of the things we do. Most of the things we do, we don't have to be clever. We can be blatant about it. Yeah, and it but doesn't given <laughs> given Nate's mileage, it's not the years. It's Nate's mileage. <laughs> his son would have to be like almost twice as clever as the average kid to outsmart Nate. Like just because of all the stuff Nate's either done or that, that he's seen or experienced throughout all the shit that he's done. Like his, like your boy is going to have to be like, like at least twice as clever you know as what the, the average kid. Is? Just because you're playing a game on hard mode doesn't mean that you're not going to beat it though. Yeah, oh, but, I know, I know, but, but I don't. Hey, I'm not saying anything board. against. No, no, saying you know what anything against say, I'm saying that you're actually kind of making that kid more advanced <laughs> in the thing. Yeah. If you're clever, for some reason, kids will be more clever. Yep. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, is like a lot of stuff that parents would get kid go after their kids for. I ignore. you don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Is he really harming anybody? Is he harming himself, harming me, harming a person? No, it's like I don't care. You put yeah, it for the truce. You know, it's it's yeah. so it's like he thinks he's being clever, and I just look at him and laugh and just keep walking. I'm like, eh, been yeah, there, done shit, that, yeah. whatever. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's well, it's context and perspective, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I know when I was a drum on instructor and we'd you know i'd always ride the drum bus and there'd always be band parents as chaperones on each bus <laughs> and and the band moms and dads that would be on the bus of course they're they're like doing they're like nazis like almost you know it's like the gestapo you you need to you have to be quiet you have to this you have to it's like no you don't like the bus driver can drive just fine 
granted, you know, we can't be running around and throwing shit and being super crazy, but we can talk if they're cussing, like, and they're going to be cussing and telling dirty jokes. And there may be two kids that are making out in one of the rows on the way back because it's dark and who the fuck's going to see like that all these band moms and dads would get all their undies in a bunch. And it's like, okay, either you never did this when you were in high school or if you did, you've totally forgotten it. In either case, kids being kids, and really, what are they doing? Oh, you're forgot category, Jimmy. The ones that wanted to be doing uh, that stuff, but were the outcasted. Yeah. Didn't. Yes. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's not like they're smoking crack in the back of the bus kind of thing. It's like they're not they don't they're not sword fighting or you know there's nothing that they're going to hurt themselves with or hurt somebody else they're just kids being kids and I, i'd let so much stuff go but it's it's funny hearing all these parents you know oh my god you you, you guys can't blah 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 or hearing them bitch to the band director after the fact kind of thing it's like even he's going uh, like he's nodding and smiling yeah. and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. he has to, that's more his job. I never had to do shit like that. So I'm just like, it's no big deal. Uh, <laughs> it really is no big deal. Just relax. The second they're doing something, then okay. But you know, that's a good, that brings up a good point. Nate. It's like, you know, there is like kids do stuff like the, they and do. at the whole, at the end of the d- day, are they really, what's the real harm in some of that those kid shenanigans or teenage shenanigans well a lot of those times if you yell at them in the point like if you yell at them in the moment you're not really changing anything like they're still going to figure out a way to do it they're going to find a way around it yep well we've made so much stuff quote black and white you know it's like you know and i think about when a cop pulls you over for whatever Mm-hmm. He should have the prerogative to write you a ticket or not. Maybe he just really needs to give somebody a stern warning. But then, and wh- where was I? I was listening to another podcast, and Kai was, was Scott. He's like, but don't you dare say the H word. And at the first moment, I'm like, what's the H word? He's like, don't tell me that I'm harassing you because now. Now I'm going to. Uh, no, they're not going to. Now I have to do everything by the book so I can't get in trouble for harassment. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because if I let you go and I don't write you a ticket, then you can come back and mouth me all you want and I don't have anything to stand on. Now I got to go down the, you know, and it's it's the same kind of, it's like, you know, a a domestic or something. And I think of this in police terms because it's easy for me, but it's like it used to be they'd go in and break the fight up, make sure no one was hurt and kids were cool. If something was really bad, they'd haul someone out. Now there's a domestic. They show up and the law says you arrest both parents and send the kids to DCFS. How does that, you know, everyone goes, well, we don't want to be responsible for ourselves. So make a rule or make a law or make a whatever, you know, you know, it's like you have to have something to protect us from ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what all these, well, you need all these rules in place. No, you know, you know, the hot coffee, the gal McDonald's for that. That was like the downfall of the court system. They should have just laughed her out of court and called it a day. 
yeah. you know, why is there a sign? If you've ever read a sign, or seen a sign, and you've wondered why, that's because somebody's done it. That's yeah. the only reason they're, and you know, of course, in my obnoxiousness, that's where I've been in the last couple of years. You don't have a sign. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I have a yeah. sign. How did I know? You know, I use their own stuff against them at this point, and it's like, yeah. But but I think, yeah, everyone wants to put it black and white, make rules for me to how to live, and they can't just. It's like, no, go play. I mean, I've talked, you know, how my boy has grown in boundaries over the years. You know, one time he couldn't leave the driveway, and then it was like he had to stay inside of the house, and then he could go around to his buddy's house around the block. But, no, you can't go across the main street on your bicycle. Now he's riding down. But he kept pushing boundaries. Yeah, that's part of it too, right? Yeah. I mean, if he he just stuck to what I told him that he could do, he didn't ever push the boundaries and learn to grow past me, you know? And I think that's what a lot of parents get scared of with their kids. It's like, well, how are they going to make it out? Well, you got to let them go and make decisions. If you throttle them, they're going to go out and they're going to be crazy in the world. What are they going to yeah. do without me telling them how to do everything? Yeah. yeah. Well, three thinkers? Fuck. Look at all the guys <laughs> that come out of the military and, and just go hog wild nuts or, or lose it because they don't have someone telling them what to do and they lose their structure. You know, the, the guys that come out and find jobs out of the military and five jobs that have structure still do pretty good. The ones that come out and don't find that structure real quick. <laughs> and you they're know, fucked, yeah. Yeah, if they weren't if they weren't in like some kind of outfit where they had some outside the box thinking, they come out and it's like, well, what do I do? No one's yeah. telling me to brush my teeth. No one's telling me to wake up. No one's telling me I gotta be dressed by such and such or clean my room. You know, you know a lot of people don't think about all that side of this stuff. It's like they do all this badass stuff and then they come back and it's like, well, there's no one telling me to do anything. How do I cope? Same yeah. thing with like a kid going off to college. It's like, oh, freedom. You know, if they get away from their strict parents. But if you got the kids that grew up without strict parents, they go to college and like, yeah. And me. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm here to. Yeah, we should, you know, we should maybe have Anthony on or maybe the Oaken Rock, whatever. Uh, Anyway, I've, because I've had lots of conversations with Anthony Miglarino, and maybe he's mentioned this when he was on the podcast previously, even with us or with you when you interviewed him back in the day. But it's, it's like we, we punish our kids or try and get control of our kids through you know up from zero to teenage you know 18 19 20 whenever they leave the house and then we somehow magically expect them to be strong independent adults kind of thing and it's like well wait a minute uh, to your point it, it, we as parents parents have spent a number of years telling their kids what to do what not to do what's acceptable what isn't and then and then somehow magically we thrust them in the world and expect them to make sound decisions to all this sort of stuff. But instead they're living their lives. They're like you said, they're sort of just exploring, put 
pushing their own boundaries. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. They've never pushed a boundary. Exactly. So since they didn't do any of that growing up at home, now they're doing it in college. And that's where you get people who are, you know, drink their way out of college. If people need a good analogy, think of a puppy dog or a horse, either one from what part you are that gets outside the fence. Some dogs go outside the fence and they freeze and stand there going, oh, this is not good. And then you got (laughs) the ones that go, I'm free. Let's run. (laughs) Thinking of some horses that are that way. It's like, oh, Oh, yeah, they break. Yep. I'm out of the fence. What do I do? (laughs) Oh, let's run. Let's just, we'll we'll start running. See what happens. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, so maybe we need to have those, you know, uh, have, uh, yeah, yeah, just a, a or Anthony or somebody, on. yeah, just have them on to talk about it because it's so true. There's so much of that stuff where we don't, we think we're, you know, we just assume or we think we're doing certain things, and then, but because of those boundaries or those things that we enforce on their kids and not letting them have boundaries or not respecting their boundaries. Cause I'm the dad or I'm the parent kind of thing. Um, you know, that always, that always gets me. Cause it's like, how do you, how do you expect to have free thinking people? If you control your kids everything. thinking, yeah. yeah, you control everything. That doesn't mean let them do whatever the fuck they want. Because our right. job is to teach, and but if if there were two and, different socks to school, like my daughter does, well, my youngest, mine Don't does because it can't find. It's like oh, <laughs> I can't find two. Okay, go. I don't care. I don't care. Do you have shoes on? Yes. Yeah, yeah, or do, do you that. have socks and shoes? Yeah. Yeah. So wear two different socks. It doesn't matter. If... Yeah, but <laughs> people don't. If people same. don't see it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I bought all the same yeah. kind of socks, so I don't have to worry about it. No shows for some reason. There's always a different, different kinds. They all work the yeah. same. They, they all do. look the same. I but, don't care. but you know, but I know parents that get upset over stuff like that. Well, I know? used to. I mean, it used to bug the shit out of me. But then, I mean, I quickly got over that. It's like right. There's socks on your feet. Achievement wow. unlocked. That's you know, all I need. It should be more along the lines. Well, at least you're wearing pants and not running out in your underwear. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, did you wear yeah, that it's... yesterday? I turned it inside out. Good man. <laughs> you know, it's like... Lately, my one, uh, my oldest is in this kick. Where... Wait, did he do the sniff check? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> ask. <laughs> Hey, that that that's a fucking strong line right there. There it is. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, my my oldest, she's in this kick where she'll have all kinds of time to get ready to leave when we go when I take them to school. Um, has enough time to get. She'll have her coat on. She'll have everything ready, but she'll grab her shoes and put them on in the car, even though she had maybe ten, five, ten minutes more than enough time to put on her shoes but for some reason and at first i was like you really and then it's like you know what do i really matter yeah yeah yeah. it's like you know and that leads into pick your battles you know so many people wore over the dumbest things it's like when i wore over my was something with my kid it's like he realizes i'm serious yeah 
You know, there's like it's a real things. thing. Yeah, it's a yeah. real thing. It's like I'm not going to fight over you of something. Yeah, it's like. Well, and some of that too goes right when you change your mindset in terms, especially with kids. But you know, if you have more of a long-term thinking about anything, really. But you know, what's more important: my long-term relationship with my kid, or getting them to clean their room right this minute? Right. Uh, that's an the the answer is always the longer-term relationship with my kid. So, do I really give a shit if their room is clean or not? Mm-hmm. You know. That's what doors are for. Yeah. Or when I was a kid, that was what closets are for. Because whenever she told me to clean everything, I'd throw it in the closet. Yep. (laughs) Oh, I would just kick it all under the bed. Hey, same thing. Same thing. Because if you can't see it, it's not there. It's not there. (laughs) I can't see it. Right. Had a little mini attic next to my room. Oh, that worked out great. Clean my room, everything went into the attic. See, this kind of goes back to my point that kids are clever to the point that if there's an easier way to do it, they're probably going to do it. Yeah, they'll figure it out. It's the Hopefully. path of, they figure out the path of least resistance. resistance. Most and, of the time. And all, too often, the resistance that they're trying to overcome is their parents. Yes. Yeah. When it shouldn't, that shouldn't be the case. Like I said, while 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 you stepped away to tinkle, we should, we CJ, we need to. Do you just call it a we, fucking tinkle. <laughs> yes, tinkle. Because I'm sure it's spectacular. It was a strong piss. <laughs> sure. I bet it sparkled. Yes, <laughs> it was a rainbow. <laughs> I'm sure. It sounded like Niagara Falls falling (laughs) down straight into my fucking toilet. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to need proof of that. (laughs) So next time you want video. Yeah. (laughs) And then we'll put it on our Patreon. We'll we'll post it out there. Yeah. Yeah. With everything else. So we post it on there. Yeah. (laughs) Remember guys, if, if uh, we get, 20 five-star reviews across apple Podcasts and spotify then oh we'll, yeah. shit well have we got any more i i don't i haven't noticed the change have we checked? So. should we check every week oh, i don't know about every hey, week do the check. <laughs> check i can't even do the check you did the check you're spotify he's app i'm not on either one of them I where's know. the intern i just post to it did you fire the intern I, I think he's drunk. <laughs> or so as, of, as of right now, uh, no change on the Apple side. So anyway, what else we got? Like I said, we we definitely well before CJ interrupted. Like I said, we just need to invite like Anthony and yeah, maybe see if Zach can come to you. But too. Yeah. That'd be a fun time. They're both good guys. Yeah, solid. I, th- so I think we kind of hit the limit. Tonight. We got some history questions, maybe for next week. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be coming up more and more. So as a teaser, as a for teaser, the next, next week we'll we'll hit some history. Yeah, yeah, history. What kind fun. of history? What? 
what kind of history? Well, it's a teaser for the yeah, yeah, next yeah. week. You're teasing me too at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if you got if you got our little thing on your phone, you could go through like ideas and questions, or even on your computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you mm-hmm. can probably see some of the ones we are up and adding in there to look at. Yeah, that that yeah. was actually wait, what the fuck. Oh, don't hurt yourself. Yeah, I know. I know you're low on fluid now after your tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! On that note, now, on that note, hopefully everybody enjoyed a good chuckle along with us. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. I hope it's given you something to think about in your own quest to develop a barbarian mindset. Because it's with this mindset that you'll find the skills, strength, attitude, will, and endurance to see things through and live within the civilization and still be a barbarian. We appreciate your feedback. We especially appreciate those who have been supporting the podcast. That's the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. On our website, on Anchor FM, and on Spotify. You can find the show notes on the blog or anchor.fm slash barbarian rhetoric. If the podcast has been helpful to you, please let us know. You can do this by checking into the Apple Podcast app, give us five stars, and leaving us a short review. This will help us get our message out in front of many more people. You can also talk to us on social media and let us know what you are thinking about or how this has helped you. On Twitter, I am at Steel Jans. That's S-T-E-E-L-J-A-N-Z. And I'm also on Instagram at Barbarian Rhetoric. There's also a couple other things you need to check out. One is the Barbarian Rhetoric blog. And of course, our newsletter. There's a pop-up which you'll see as soon as you land on the blog. Thanks for listening. And always remember to be a barbarian in a civilized world. An apex predator.